The Waddle and Sylvie podcast is brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Sign up using promo code WMVP at sportsbook.draftkings.com. Uh-oh, guess what day it is. Guess what day it is. Huh? Anybody? Guess what today is. It's Wilbon Day. Woo-hoo! Chicago native Michael Wilbon, host of Pardon the Interruption with Waddle and Sylvie on ESPN Chicago. On every Wednesday at 5 o'clock, and he's brought to you by Waddle's guys over at Hawk. HawkAuto.com, Ford, Chevy, Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram, Subaru, Cadillac, Mazda, NVW, all in one place. HawkAuto.com, where Chicagoland saves big. All right, let's talk to Michael Wilbon, who joins us on the Car X Tire and Auto Hotline. Wilbon, you fighting with any NBA owners these days? Not really. Joe Sy, in my, the few conversations I've had with him, the Brooklyn Nets, um, and, the, and the New York Liberty, is uh, a really a smart, personable guy who's engaging. But I ripped his arena because it's not even his arena. He didn't build it. Um, the arena in Brooklyn Barclays, is a, it's a dark, quiet little library of a place that gives you no home court advantage if you're the New York Liberty relative to the aces and the home court advantage they've got in Vegas. So, you know, he got testy about that. I understand you defend your place, but don't expect me to back down. I didn't rip his fan base. I didn't rip his team. His team is fighting back in a series down 2-1 with game four tonight. Good for them. But it doesn't mean I'm going to, you know, just cozy up to his little dark, quiet, awful <laughs> arena. And that's what it is. Did, did, were you tempted to take up his invitation and sit with him at the game? Yes, because he's really an enjoyable guy. As I've said, my uh, time talking to him, he's totally engaging. But, I, you know, I, I'm, in, I'm in Washington. I'm not going up for that game. I'd love to go if they, if they actually put those games sometimes uh, and not, a, not opposite the NFL games on Sunday at 3 o'clock. And if they tried to play the series out all five of the games before we get to December, then maybe somebody could come to and enjoy the games. But between our network, let, let me be plain. Between our network people and the WNBA or slash NBA people who schedule that series, they did their, their teams and their league no service whatsoever, and the scheduling stinks. Did I get that? Um, no, that was clear. You like, didn't mince words. Yeah, that no. was clear. I, okay. I understood that All clearly. Right. Yeah. Hey, so by the way, Mike. make sure that everybody gets it. <laughs> what is your favorite or maybe your your best beef with somebody in the world of sports all time? Oh, God, I don't know. Come on. Yes, you have you Come on. No, Who's the no. biggest beef you've gotten no, into? No, it's been 40 years. No. I know. I can't what remember all that. does with you? No. no. Anything you I mean, regret? There have been beefs with people I like. There have been right. beefs with people I don't like. I don't know. I don't, I don't have any. I, I couldn't even remember beefs with owners or executives. I, don't, I have no. First of all, I don't, I don't pay attention that, to most of them. I don't go back on social media to go back at anybody. I don't get involved in that. So I, don't, you, I couldn't tell you. I don't remember them. Has there ever been a They're time important. where, like, Red Arback, going back years ago, or maybe Pat Riley called you and said, yes. Mike? Pat Riley, Pat Riley, okay, so one that sticks out is I spent years criticizing. Okay, Pat Riley is one of the people I don't just love in sports. I admire. 
right? I mean, Pat Riley, to me, stands for stuff, lots of it. And I have deep, 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 deep respect and even admiration for Pat Riley. But he did this one thing where he didn't, and I'm not the only one who, criti- who was critical of him for this. He let John Starks go through a two-for-18 night in the NBA Finals, and he didn't play Rolando Blackman. It's like, what? You're paying Rolando Blackman to cover off the bench and shoot, and you won't put him in, and you're letting Starks go two-for-18? In a loss, and they lost that series. And I loudly, as a young columnist, is always loud, I blame Pat Riley. And so, you know, it was a little back and forth. Pat Riley's so cool. He doesn't even need to be with anybody. He probably but didn't yeah, even raise his voice. Years. He just called that you. Went on for, that went on for years. It was in person sometime. It was, you know, yeah, it went on for years. It went on for a long time. Oh, over that? Long like time. you guys would beef over yeah. that for years? Well, I said that he lost the finals for the Knicks. <laughs> I, again, again, I'm not the only one. I wasn't the only one in that. I was a young columnist writing for the Washington Post, so it got more run. And I know, I know for a fact that Pat Riley, not only did he get the Washington Post, I mean, he, not only did he read it, he got it delivered to him. Well, in are New you York guys good now? On Sundays. Are you good? The Sunday good? Post for, year, for years and years and years. Good. Are you guys good that now? That was 19... That was 1994. Yeah. Or, yeah, or five or something. So it was, it was, that was almost 30 years ago. Yes, yes. Again, once again, Pat Riley to me is one of the godlike figures in sports in the last 50 years. And so, like, I, you know, I don't even want to bring it up. But yes, I took him on because I thought that's what the job of a columnist was to do in that series. When you, when I see John Starks, who I also love, Going two for eighteen? What? Get him out of there! Yeah. Uh, yep. How How do you feel uh, right now about uh, Justin Fields and the Bears? It was the first week that I was really sort of down about it. The other weeks, obviously, the, the loss to the um, Denver. You know, you could you could be up for part of that because they were up twenty eight seven. It was the first time I thought, man, suppose this doesn't work. Um, it was the first time I really thought that. Um, because, and Tommy, look, yeah, I ain't going to ever pretend that I played football at any level that matters. But I've been around enough smart football people, and I think I've learned something. And when you've got a team that you know is going to be blitz-happy, which is what the Vikings are going to do, you know the Vikings are going to blitz coming off the team bus. You know that quick, short, quick passing games, finding hot reads, finding shortened routes, screen passes, I mean, there's a, there's, a, there's a litany of things that are going to be used in whatever form. Yes, each team, you know, changes and modifies and puts its own signature on how to do those things. And I can't speak to those things. That's not what I do. But I know those things have to be employed against a blitz-happy team like the Vikings. And the Bears just failed. They failed in the perception. They failed in the execution. They just failed in all of it. And it just – I just – I was more annoyed Sunday than usually, but, you know, I, I'm not ready to, you know, tank for Caleb. I'm not, I'm not into that. I want just, this to work with Justin Fields. I want this to work. Um, you know, but they, they I, may not I, have to tank. Like, that, that was what we started talking about, Michael. Yeah, but, like, even if they, but even if they finish 1-2, I don't know that I want that. Look, if you don't get rid of this coaching staff, I don't care who the quarterback is. 
Oh, they're, they're, when are we going to learn that? They have to get rid of them. Like, like this is what we've talked about. Like at okay. the end of the year, yeah. you must reset the coaching staff. That's the first thing you do when the Agreed. season ends. You show them the door. The entire before coaching that, staff. before that, depending if they're like three and twelve or something, you 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 reset it. You don't have to actually clean them out of the office, but you you got to get moving on that. You have to Let have back channeled. You right. know, the Eric B. enemies and other people. You have to have done that and I'm be ready that. to hire. I, uh, no, I'm, f- that, right? I, I, I'm fine with that. But I'm just saying, so so if, uh, on the tanking thing, so let's say they, they let the, the coaching staff out. And, and like we've talked yeah. to you about, Caleb Williams is from D.C. And let's say they have the number one pick via Carolina. Like You don't have to worry about the yeah. Bears tanking. And they have the number right. one. Like, this is a unique thing, and you don't have to hate Justin Fields to want Caleb Williams because um, you have this unique circumstance where you may get number one despite but whatever you your team does. Favor, look, Caleb Williams is not just from Washington, D.C. He went to the same high school as my son. And, I, I look, I'm not going to sit here and, like, phony it up. I, I do have contact with with, with the Caleb Williams family, I talked to his dad, you know, who's a wonderful guy and, and, and believe me, can give me some parenting lessons on how to raise a kid and get him through a great high school. And if he also wants to win a Heisman, that ain't happening with my son. But, no, I, I love the Williams family. Love so what them, would you do? Okay? What would you do? Would you draft him? I, I want, I, it depends on what my coaching staff – that's why I want to hire the new coach. Maybe the new coaches say, this isn't the problem of the quarterback. We'll coach this guy. I want them to make that determination. And so I don't know that I don't know that changing the quarterback solves anything. I don't. We don't if, if the coaching staff is as eh as I think I don't want to say bad, as inadequate as I think it is. Then there's, why are we changing quarterback? There just one man's opinion. There's there's no chance this group can or this this offense can be this inept over this stretch of time without everybody being blamed. Oh wait 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 wait, Tommy, agree. No, you, you know what I'm saying? But I'm like, just saying, agree. Yeah yeah yeah. No, I got you. I, I, got I mean, you. like, I look, I can point to things that I see from a game plan and go, nah, that's not going to yeah. work because of what your quarterback can and can't do. And then, right. regardless of what the game plan is. I can watch a play develop, and I know exactly where the ball is supposed to go, and the ball isn't right. delivered. And whether or not you think it should be more rollout or more quarterback run or whatever the case may be, open is open and ball has to go. And so, like, at the end of the day, and the protection has to be right. Your big's got to block bigs, and your small's got to block smalls. Like, there is so much that goes wrong There's or so has much. gone wrong but over the, the last quarterback couple of years. To me can't fi- a, a rookie quarterback can't fix all that. We just had Troy Aikman on the show today on PTI today, and Troy was talking about I, I couldn't hear Troy when he, he and Tony were having a conversation before I was get while I was getting mic'd up, and I couldn't hear the whole thing. But one of the things I I, I will get a chance to ask Troy this in the future. I think that he looked at Justin Fields and thought there was going to be more too. But but I don't know who we blame. Remember, Troy was on the receiving end of this, and Troy they changed coaches and they didn't change quarterbacks. Right. Remember, they changed. It went from it went from Tom Landry to Jimmy Johnson, and it didn't. It wasn't. It wasn't the quarterback that was changed. It was the coaching staff. How did that work out? 
Well, this is the problem, Mike. Three Super Bowls and a, a Hall of Fame jacket. We've talked about this so often. It's you ever yeah. at some point you got to get everyone on the same page. Like the last two quarterbacks weren't agreed upon by the the next coach. Like yes. Matt Nagy then, wasn't then, part then, of the the. Then you're making my point, right? No, then I'm with you. The, I think we're all together the coach. on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Consult the coach. Yeah, you want to find out if you can figure out who your who your coaching hire is going to be. Then find out. Yes. Find out. I mean, let, let, let's just throw a scenario out there. I told you one of the reasons I'm rooting for the commanders. I want Ron Rivera, who I like anyway, and root for anyway, to keep up. And so the Eric Bieniemy may be available. If you were on the phone back-channeling with Eric Bieniemy, and you said to him, hey, well, you we're going to have the number one pick one way or another. We may have one and two or one and three or one and four. Justin Fields or Caleb Williams? I want to hear what, what Eric Bieniemy and whoever he's going to bring with him think about that. Sure. Because suppose he says, hey, I'm really good with Justin Fields, and we can draft a left tackle and try to get Marvin Harrison Jr., so let's not get stupid. Then I'm listening to that. Absolutely. That's how you get on the same page. But so by the same not, token, I'm, you can't you, know, you can't force a quarterback on another coach, right? And if he says, I'm not trying to, right? not trying no, to. No, no, I'm not I'm saying not you. Saying, I'm just saying in general him. terms. Yes. Ask him. Ask yeah. the new coach what he wants. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this really quick about um, Caleb Williams. Since you know the family, would he play in Chicago? There's a lot of rumors I, about. I, I haven't asked that, and the rumors are stupid because that's not the kind of family. He's not. He's not. Uh, uh, ball. You know, he's not he's not that dad. The other rumor he's is, too, a, that he would demand ownership or a piece of but, ownership but, from but, the franchise. But he's not – you're saying he's not Lamar Ball. He's not Lamar Ball right. where he would be dictating this and that. He's a he's – a, he's a, I told you, I'm, I'm trying to take parenting lessons from him. <laughs> he's a circumspect guy who I'm, has his own opinions, yes. And he cares for his son first and foremost, but – is he running around yapping at the – no, he's not. I actually know that for a fact. I can speak to that firsthand. Hey, can I ask you a broader NFL question? Like, we, we talked yeah. about this a little bit yesterday. Um, does the or, or is, is this just being prisoner of the moment? I thought that the NFL across the board, the play on Sunday, was hideous. I thought it was one. Of, it was poorly coached. It was poorly played. It was poorly officiated. Are we in a lull yep. here, or is this just again just being prisoner of the moment? No, Tommy, you're smarter than ninety nine point nine percent of the people watching true. pro football. They don't, true. Tommy. You are, and they don't care as long as they can wave their number one foam finger and have beer, <laughs> and you know, and get together and have a football pool or a fantasy league. They don't care. They just want football. Yeah, I'm going to watch, too. I mean, I model doesn't care either. I mean, I I do. I'd like for it to be better, (laughs) but I'm still going to watch. I'm going to watch. Man, it's so great to hear you say that. Not because I want bad football, just because it just matters to me that you're saying it. And people aren't discerning. They're not discerning about anything. They're not smart about stuff like that. They just want what they want. And with football, they can be particularly dumb. Because it's just cool to have it. That's all they care about. So they're not sitting there giving you anything that matters. So do you think that the product is bad, too, at the moment, or we're just in a little bit of a valley? Well, I think it's probably – I don't want to discredit – I don't want to discredit offense to the point of not giving defense credit. 
You know what I mean? Right. Like, I think that a lot of the talk about bad quarterback and bad offense ignores the fact that Micah Parsons can wreck your team. And he wrecked San Diego, whatever they're called, the other night. Um, and I think that's cool because I grew up not, not even understanding what a quarterback could do. And then there's the Patriots who couldn't score on a high school team. Ooh, wow. Um, so, you know, I, I think that you're probably right, but do I think it's going to matter? No, because people don't care, Tommy. They don't. They just want to sit down and want at 430. Me too. And they want to scream and yell and, and drink beer and have nachos and look at stupid commercials, and this is what they do. This is what America is. Wilbon, uh, to baseball, when you watch Kyle Schwarber do what he does, how do you feel? You know, part of me has gone through this exercise already about what the Cubs should have done and why isn't he still here, and that's not going to work. You know, I understand why they had to let the guys on that team go. They weren't going to pay five guys, $300 each. Schwarber's the only one who's worth it if they kept him. Because Javi, to my great surprise, isn't. KB, a former MVP, to my great surprise, isn't. Not even Rizzo, who has had some moments in New York, isn't. They're not. They're not. They're not. I mean, they're just not. They'd already let my man Dexter Fowler. I love Dexter Fowler. They'd already let him go. So Schwarber is the most worth it, and he's hitting like 180. And I know the 47 home runs matter. He can wreck your team, too. He can destroy your team's morale. And I love that about him. But I, I don't know. I mean, the, the, there wasn't a DH when they let him go either in the National League, was there? Well, it was coming. I mean. Yeah, it, but it wasn't there yet. So basically, you had to trust the Schwarber. You had to figure something else out. And, and they hadn't got, we hadn't gotten to that point yet. So, so, do you, you, so you don't feel, you, you feel worse about, like, I have the same feelings when I watch playoff Jimmy as I do about watching playoff Schwarber. Do you feel Ooh, worse? You wow. feel worse about I Jimmy? Made that, I hadn't made that analogy yet. That's very good, Sylvie. That's very good. I hadn't thought about that. No, so, so I don't have the feeling, obviously, because I hadn't even thought of it. Um, I hadn't even thought of it. Playoff Jimmy's in more, as much as Schwarber's done, playoff Jimmy's an even more complete commodity, isn't he? Because he's going to give right. you on both sides. Right, and I mean, like, def- like defense and baseball yeah. is only the elite who right. play. Like, I'm just going yeah. for the vibes of he's, wow. if you think about it, Kyle Schwarber is one of the greatest offensive forces in playoff baseball yeah. history yeah. now. When you see that stat up there comparing him to Reggie Jackson, yes. it's like, whoa, hold on there, Sparky. That's Schwarber um, and that's Mr. October, you know? Yes. Yes, yes. I, I, I don't know what to make of it. I, I just don't think that – I don't know that you can build a team around that. I think I'm sure you can add him to a team that has other parts that are set. Like if you were going to bring Schwarber on this Cubs team as they move closer and have more talented players at more positions, then maybe you could do that. I'm not sure you could look at what the Cubs are trying to do three years ago and say we can keep Kyle as he is. I, I don't know that you can do that. I love it. I love seeing him do it. You got, you know, you how many times I mean he's my neighbor in Chicago for a while, down in Streeterville. I got to know him. I love him. He's terrific. Um he's just a cool guy. Yes, you know, he's he just is. a kind of a guy who's seen to me you want on your team. 
And by the way, there's a totally different dynamic in that way than Jimmy Butler, who's also a cool guy in a different way. And I got to know Jimmy Butler pretty well. And, you know, I've told you guys, Jimmy Butler at times has been my favorite player in the entire NBA. Yeah. Part of it was the way he played LeBron, the way he took on the challenge and never backed down from it. So I've always been a Jimmy Butler guy. Man, Sylvie, that's a great analogy for Chicago. I just think that what their sports are are so different that you can't – Jimmy can help any NBA team. I don't know that Kyle right. – Kyle it's was on sport. the Detroit Tigers. Would it change anything? No, if he's on no. the White Sox. On the, sure. Let me stay closer to home. If he's on the White Sox, would it change anything? Well, they nah. could use left-handed slug. I was, I was thinking this. Like, I, I'm going to quiz you guys. How much do you believe Kyle Schwarber is making his total salary? He signed – don't look. I, just, I have it up here. How much what, – what do you think his package was that he signed for with Philadelphia? How many years did he sign? Let's go four years, $50 million. Oh, no, no, no. I mean, not four years. Four I'm years, gonna say, 80 million. I'm going to say four years. I'm going to say four years, $25 million. Per no. year are you going well, Bon, or are you going four years, $25 million total? Total. Well, this is in 1982. I'm I mean, going four years, $80 million. Well, I thought, $20 it, was million like, a year. I thought it was going to be like $20 million a year? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's, he's four years, $79 million, which is basically, wow. I, I think, what did Ben Intendi sign wow. for? Five years, seventy nine million, crazy. or something like that, or, or that's crazy. But I think that's low for for a guy who hits forty five yeah, home runs a year and yeah, but hits eight hundred OPS. Go in. Yeah, but you know how these metrics people are. Although there's some that only value home runs and don't care what your batting average is. Wow! But like, I, I thought that he heavy, maybe makes an undervalued like contract because I thought he might have signed an undervalued contract. Because he had been moved around a little bit. I mean, he'd gone from the Nationals to who to the Phillies? Boston. He he went to Boston. Remember, yeah. he played in the ALCS there. Yeah. Okay, but I thought because he went to a third team in like a year that he might have had to have signed an undervalued contract. How wrong and stupid was I just now? Yeah, that was the that was the year he signed that one year deal with Washington. Then he went to Boston in that playoff year and did well. So he signed the four-year, $79 million deal with the, the Phillies. I think this is year two of that. Yeah. Yeah. I, so I, well, good for him. Good for him that he's not undervalued, that he's valued. And, um, but I don't, I don't know that there is a, was a Cubs scenario for him. I don't know that I, that I see that. Or for any of those guys that we love forever and, you know, wanted to see stay – on some different level. I mean, under different circumstances, like win another, you know, the year they, the year they lost to the Dodgers. If like, if you come through there and you somehow get back to a second world series, but man, it's, it's just, I don't, I don't resent or get angry when I see Schwarber hitting it out. I feel good about it. Cause I like him. Um, Jimmy, I don't know. I, I, I know enough about the Jimmy Butler situation to make it sound as if, I mean, I mean, to realize he probably wasn't going to resign with the Bulls. And then, so therefore, you try to get what you can. And they got Markinen and Zach and Patrick Williams. What was the other? Uh, Chris Middleton. Remember Chris Middleton? Do you remember, remember Middleton, the point guard? Uh, Chris Middleton. No. Wasn't it Chris Middleton? Wasn't it? No. Was, 
Was it Middleton Chris or Dunn. Chris Dunn. Dunn? Chris Dunn. Dunn. Yeah, Middleton. Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn. Chris Dunn, who was a big physical yes. guy. Speaking of people, people who lived in my building. Defensive in point guard. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I thought, and he was from Providence. I remember thinking, okay, I don't want to give up Jimmy Butler, but as these things go, and 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 what do the Bulls need? They need Jimmy Butler right now because what they've got is a lot of talented players, but no fire. They don't have any fire. They don't have a guy who, you know, you want to walk into an alley with. They don't have that guy. They got nice guys. They got talented guys. But nobody like Jimmy Butler who, you know, you know, Jimmy Butler's not worried really about November, December, January, February. But the later we get in the season, the more Jimmy Butler starts to take you apart. And so the Bulls have just the opposite. They've got guys who really are technically – Fine basketball players. Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, these, Kobe White, Vooch, these are fine basketball players. But there's nobody out there that other people are afraid of. And, and, you know, in professional sports, I think in every professional sport, like right now, if you're playing against the Dallas Cowboys, you, if you've got to deal with Michael Parsons, I'm sorry, Tommy, I just asked Troy Aikman this, I'm going to ask you. Is it an overstatement to, to, to think when you're watching this guy, oh, my God, he reminds me of 57 in the Giants blue? 56? I'm, I'm so 56. Yeah. 56 in the Giants blue. Oh, boy, that is, that's tall timber there. You know, Lawrence Taylor is. is probably the greatest defensive player of all time. But I think that – I you know what? I think he started the season with some – like uh, he was on fire. And right. I think there was talk that – Hey, there's a good chance that he could be the MVP of the entire league if he keeps That's this side up. down. Yeah, a little bit, but you want him on your team for yeah. sure, Michael. And then can... he did, yeah, but what he did those two plays he made to beat the Chargers. He made the two plays to beat the Chargers. Yeah, they're going to score spectacular. Yeah, and then we're saying, and then we're saying, what's wrong with Dak? And Michael Parsons just basically threw people aside, like Fifty Six, until he got or 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 Fifty One at another time, until. Quarterback. It was. I just thought, man. I just think that in every sport, in a different way, the dynamic where people on the other team fear somebody or fear, you know, a, a, a unit or a player or something that you can do to beat them. And there's no fear. There's no regard for the Bulls in that way. Yeah, Michael. Great stuff. We appreciate you. Thanks so much. Thanks, Mike. All right, you guys, be good. Michael Wilbon, good stuff right there at the end, especially. So a lot of area we covered. If you want to weigh in, we have not taken a ton of calls today. Let's take some calls now, 312-332-3776. If you want to react to any of it, we're at Hallis Hall. And then we're going to cross-talk with Black and Abdallah a little bit later. Ah, commuting in Chicago. Ah, if you're stuck, stick with Waddle and Sylvie. Weekdays 2 to 6. See that? That's your IQ, buddy. Zero. Yeah. I'm going to turn over. I'd rather talk to him. <laughs> I, know, I know I'm smarter than that. That's a dead issue. Next.
You won't even dress them? I mean, I don't know that. I don't. This is not important. We leave it lay, fellas. Good Lord. I told you after I answered the first thing, let it go. What, what do you keep doing this to me? I, that bugs me. It really bugs me. Why? How many languages do you French, speak? French, Latin, English, American. I mean, we did it all. Latin. German. I mean, we had it all. I'm no juice box boy. I'll tell you that. Coach is coach. Uh, um... You know, players play. I mean, that's all there is to it. Get your mouth shut. You jerk. I don't want to do the show. I'm doing it for you. I know you don't want to do it, and I appreciate you doing it, but why do we have to go through and I won't do it anymore? Is this on live? Is this on live on radio? Go Bears! You. That's old school right there from Mac Yurko and Harry. Didn't they always use that for the Harry's Almanac? Yeah. Uh, happy birthday, Coach Ditka. 84 years young today. And we're at Hallis Hall. That's the place to be. We've got the uh, life-size, bigger than life, size uh, Coach Ditka bobblehead. How about the back-to-back birthdays with Mongo and then Coach Ditka? Yes. Like you talk about it, Bears history. Bears royalty right Bear, there. Bears royalty. I may bake a cake when I go home tonight and put 76 candles on one side and 89 candles on the other and celebrate their birthdays and eat the entire cake. I think I may do that tonight. How about that? Can you bake a cake? If I would say to yes. you, without Easy. a recipe, you just have to you do it yourself, you bake this. Yeah, I go to the Duncan Hines box. Oh, so you would have to I'm follow not the instructions. i it from scratch. Well, that's what I'm asking. No. Okay, you wouldn't know how to no. bake a cake. You would have... You'd have to go to Duncan Hines. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I, I, I wouldn't know how to. I don't know how anybody would bake a cake from scratch. My wife can do oh, it. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah if, my if, wife If just... you bake something with regularity, like. Yeah, she's a good baker. My daughter's 13. She's been baking a lot for like the last three years now, so she can whip stuff up pretty pretty easily. Is it all tasty? Or is some yeah. of it hit and miss? Yeah, yeah. No, but like things she does regularly, she knows the yeah. the uh, directions. Yeah, of but the like a cake is something big. Like a cake no, is. Not. Well, you can no, make it. Not. You can make it a small cake too. Yeah. No, I'm not having a small cake. Well, you can. I'm just <laughs> saying. Make a small you know, cake. Make a big cake then. Okay. Like well, you of all people, <laughs> encouraging me to make a small cake. I've seen the way you eat. Sh- I, I'm not going to share it. I've seen the way you make eat desserts. <laughs> so is Meller. <laughs> Mr. Ice Cream over there. Well, not, Real quick, on the Ditka uh, montage, I love to all those classic Ditka quotes. The one where he's going back and forth with Johnny Morris. Yeah. And, but you need the video for it because he's not wearing pants. Right. He's That's, in his underwear, right? Correct. But You're in a camera, locker room after a game, right? Yes, and on yeah. camera you see Coach and, and Johnny Morris going back and forth. Within there were probably several the... times when, when Coach didn't wear pants even when he went to the Channel 2 studio. <laughs> No, I'm joking. He, well, didn't do that. he was on the set with Tom Zack, wasn't he? He got up. Tom Zack was yes. next to him. He gets up. I think you could find it on YouTube. Yes, he gets yes. up and he's wearing his under. He's in boxers. Yes. Yeah. Like a, a dress shirt and boxers. And he's holding his slacks or something. Um, One of a kind. And then the, there was a, a clip. Uh, uh, is this live? This live on the radio? That was, that was during our show when he had a live read. Do you remember that? I don't know. <laughs> I don't. He thought he was yes. proofing the script. He thought he was. Should have just let him go. He thought it was dress rehearsal. Yeah, don't let you know. Just, we're like, coach. Yeah, this is now. You, you read your spot now. I tell you what, though, he was savvy because, like, oh. I very infrequently, and I can I can't even remember. Maybe a couple times we had to dump him. 
maybe like one or two or three. Like he was so savvy. Obviously, he was national broadcaster as well. He knew not to say the swear words on on the air. Way to give him credit. I'm just saying, like swearing. I'm telling you, you have guys that are you know hostile at times and (laughs) angry. There are times when a few swear words will. You know, yeah. they'll leak out. Uh, James in New Lenox, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, James? Hey, guys. How you doing? We're good. Hey, uh, I got to say thanks. I'm I'm the guy who had the uh, the ass week last week. Um, well, Monday. <laughs> what you have? Time out. <laughs> I call, it sounds I like actually a good week to me. <laughs> what? It depends you what you like. Remember, but, yeah, I, I called Monday and I had the crap weekend so oh that's right yeah, you were already had, having had a bad week and it was monday yeah and i do want to clarify something i got one of those jobs that uh my week starts sunday so sunday counted for me for my week okay um being the new week but um i was listening yesterday you know i'm a p1 been there for probably since i got out of the service in 03 so try to list as much as i can but uh you know i remember listening to Mac, your girl and Harry. Um, so I was listening yesterday, heard you say Schwarber was going to get hot and it was going to come in bunches. Uh, so I bet him yesterday I hit a home run. I put a hundo on it, one, two fifty. Nice. So I got three fifty. So I'm taking that. I'm take, that's, that's half of what I lost last weekend. So I'm taking that and I'm putting it all on the bills and dolphins on the money line. And it's like, <laughs> it's, it's plus one seventy. Who are so, you? Who are you taking? Um, the Bills and Dolphins. I'm parlaying them. Oh, they're not. Oh, okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Dolphins. Yeah, because the Bills are playing the Patriots, so I really can't see them laying an egg that bad. I mean, I know they've had some bad outings, but I, I on the money line, they should win by one at least. And then I'm not really sold on the Eagles. I think I think the Dolphins are going to beat them by about ten, honestly. Um, but I, I wanted to say thanks, and I just wanted to to pass along a few words that I think are, are positive. Uh, Waddle, like I've never heard anybody say anything bad about you, whether it be. Oh, you should a... hear when the commercial breaks. <laughs> it's I mean, they're probably my right or my left. Cap, so. But the, the only thing I could say that would even be close to somebody saying anything bad about you was TJ uh, Hushmanzada not knowing you were an NFL receiver. Wow. That still cracks me up when I think about it. Like, I, I can't believe he didn't know who you were and that you had played in the NFL. And then Sylvie, you know, I'm I'm not blowing smoke anywhere. Um, I, I think you're like a beloved radio local guy. I think one day you're going to be talked about like how Gropper's talked about. Um, you know, I know you don't have a all-night show or anything like that, but you're like Are every you guy. Are you overnights? Yeah, I no. think. Are you demote? Are you putting me overnight? <laughs> no, I'm just saying he was one of those guys that yes. was like a, a Chicago staple, you know. An icon. And I you're right. Do you have a sandwich um, in your bag? I do. <laughs> I actually but do. I just wanted to say that. And a couple guys. of media guides. Now, thank you. We appreciate. Yes, it. absolutely. And, and thank, thank you for, for the kind words. And P1. Whenever you hear the term P1, that means preset one on your radio dial. So when you set. Whether it's 100.3 HD2 or AM1000, make sure you set us your preset one on your car radio when you're in your car. Amen, Les. Are we sure he's not going to lose? <laughs> are we sure he's not going to lose his money on the Eagles? I, Dolphins? I, was he? Le- he? I hope he's not going anywhere. He's not leaving us, is he? He that was that sounded like a farewell. <laughs> I yeah. just, I'm just concerned about that Eagles Dolphins money line play. 
And yeah, he he's like, to that. he's like, here's what I'm going to do. I got half of it back, and I'm going to gamble some more. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff and Morris, you're on ESPN 1000. What's up, Jeff? Hey, how you guys doing? We're good. You got some good words for us too. Uh, I love listening to you guys. I'll say that much. I wouldn't call all the time if I didn't. All right, thank oh, you. Thanks, buddy. Yeah. So, um, I, I, it seems like I always get cut off when I'm like right towards the end of what I got to say, but uh. Which is weird because we don't usually ever cut anybody no. off. Uh-uh. Maybe maybe they think I'm going to swear or something like that, and they're dumping me like Coach Dick. Uh, happy birthday to Coach Dick, by the way. The, yes. The last birthday. the last great coach we've had in the city, dude. As far as the Bears go, the last great coach we've had in the city. What about like Coach Q no, and no, no, Phil no, no, Jackson? No no, 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 no. As far as the Bears. Oh, Lovey. Lovey okay. Lovey took the team to the yeah. Super Bowl. I mean, we got to give him credit yeah. for that. Well, he was good. He wasn't great. You know, there's okay. a difference. He didn't. All right. So, you know, let's just be honest. So, um, you know, I, I, I beated the Justin Fields drum like every time I've called you guys. And I love Wilbon. He's, he's a smart man. And I know he's a, a Fields, uh, you know, he sees what I see in this guy. The Bears have never, in my life, I've seen, and like I said, you guys have been a lot, you guys have been around longer than I have. I'm 40, but like I said, I remember since the early 90s, you know, you've had a few, you know, glimpses of, you know, decent quarterbacks. But what Justin Fields can do with the ball, with his feet, with his arm, the Bears have never had it. And what they've had in that whole time I've been alive is the same owners, and, and and it's like the the definition of insanity. You know, you, you're cheap. You hire cheap general managers, and you get bad coaches, and you get bad coaches that don't know how to coach players. You know, and I'm not saying I'm not talking about Lovey Smith, but for the most part, that's what has gone down. You know, you know, like I said, I, I like uh, Wanstead, but he had a bad tenure. Dick Duran had one lucky year, uh, and the rest have been atrocious. So. Um, like the bears have never got the quarterback situation, right. And I'm going to go back to like, you know, you can't greatness. Okay. When, when quarterbacks have it, they don't lose it. Like Justin Fields hasn't lost it. Okay. Maybe it's taken him a little more time to develop in the NFL, but he's got it. I mean, what you've seen against those, against the Broncos and the Redskins, the guy can do it, but we got bad coaches we got a terrible offensive line. I know sometimes he holds on to the ball too long. I, I, I will not argue that one bit, but that can be outcoached, okay? You know, like you said, the Bears, you go back to the early 2000s, okay? A guy calls in on a different station. Uh, he's, a, he's a two-time uh, MVP. He, uh, you might have heard of him. His name is Kurt Warner. Yeah, we know Kurt. Hello? The Seahawks. Yeah, running. we know okay. <laughs> Okay, I, I'm, okay, so, I, I'm about to cut you off again. I, you got you, you got to get oh, to your point, though. Okay, so what's your point? point? Your point is you don't think that Justin should be quit on. Is your point? No, 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 no. You you want to you want to give okay okay right, these I, two points. Hang on, hang on. So Caleb Williams, all right, that guy plays in USC. He plays in sunny California. He he ain't playing in forty mile an hour gusts. You know, and, and that guy will get broken in half with the line we got. You know, there, you know, like you said, three miles enjoy... an hour at the lakefront yesterday or Sunday. No, was it? Call yeah. back tomorrow. We'll have, we'll have more time to talk tomorrow. But we appreciate you. Thank you. Um, 
he's from D.C., remember what we talked about. It's not like D.C. is quite Chicago cold, but it's not like he's from L.A., or it's not like he's from Florida. And again, a lot of times, warm weather guys, Aaron Rodgers, sure had a damn good career being from California, uh, playing well in in Green Bay. Tom Brady from California, sure played damn well in, in the Boston area. There's been nothing great about this Bears offense in three years. The closest thing to anything that would be great would be the performance that D.J. Moore had against the Washington Commanders. And that's probably about it. So when you throw around the word great and you attach it to anything related to this Bears offense, I think that you're fishing in the wrong pond. Mm. All right, uh, let's uh, cross-talk with uh, Black and Abdallah. It's coming up next. We're live at Hellas Hall, and it's all brought to you by Steinhoffels. Follow Chicago's Home for Sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. This is Waddle and Sylvie. Listen now in HD on our app and on ESPN 1000. You know who uh, who else we did not wish a happy birthday to, at least on the air? I wished her a happy birthday off the air. Who? Is Dion Miller. Oh, I did. I walked upstairs yeah. and, yeah, I did the same. Uh, Dion Miller's birthday today. Yes. So wish her a happy birthday today on Twitter. Happy 28th birthday. And Dean. it's great. Our station is better because of Dion, and uh, she does great work on ABC7. But uh, Peggy and Dion's show is outstanding. She does great work reporting on the radio station and on our pregame show. Does great work with us on our Bears coverage. So thank you to Dion Miller and have a happy birthday. Let's uh, cross talk right now with Black and Abdallah. Uh, it is brought to you by Steinhoffels. There is one location right down the road here on 60 in Milwaukee in Vernon Hills. It's where I get all my furniture, whatever your budget, they've got something for you. It's Steinhoffels. What's up, boys? Happy birthday to Dion. I agree, Sylvie. Happy birthday to her. I, I was reading, you know, we sent out a survey to the station uh, just in the office about with everyone's birthday, and she just recently binged all of Vanderpump Rules. So I was like, yes. yes. Now I have something else to talk to Dion about. Usually I ask her about wine. She knows a lot about wine. Is Vanderpump Rules still, like... Yeah, is it all reruns yeah. now? Still or is it still, no, they're, they're yeah, they're, it's it's out of season at the moment, but I think they're almost done filming and it'll be back on soon. Okay, don't much, you worry. Much controversy, right? Was oh, it the yeah. guy, uh, the the cheater, cheater guy? Yeah, Tom Tom Sandoval. Yes, that's right. That that I've I've paid attention. How to long is an a little bit of Vanderpump? Rules? It's an hour. It's an hour. Did you say too long, Adam? Yeah. <laughs> Well done, man. Coming from the guy who watches The Bachelor, which has three-hour oh. episodes. No. Have you watched The Golden Bachelor? minute I, commercial okay, break. So here's the problem. I wa- I've watched two episodes so far. I don't think I like it. <laughs> I don't think I like it. And I'll tell you why. Because old, old, older women what? aren't um, mean to each other the way the younger women oh, are. Oh, really? Yeah, like they just don't care. You know what I mean? Like the like the younger women, like everything they say is analyzed because they think it's a dig at one another, or right. like if you wear sure. something, or like they'll have like one of them will have like the same dress as the other one, and be like, "How dare you wear?" Like the old women just don't care. Well, it's because they've lived, they, no, I they've know, seen everything, and their life experiences leads them to not sweat anything. Exactly, that's yeah. the problem. Like to me, it's not as interesting because they're not fighting with each other. I well, think they, I, I've seen like very, 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 very little. I sure. think that the Golden Bachelor guy, he's just too nice. <laughs> Too, isn't he, he is, Adam? yeah. That's like he's crying at the first rose ceremony. It's like, yeah. 
Listen, the first man, you, one? Man, like you gotta let these like yeah, you gotta let the women go. Yeah, come on. Like you're not gonna please everybody. Jeez. Like ideally you're only pleasing one of the women because you only end up with one of the women. Hey. Yeah. But you never know. It's it's twenty twenty three. Hey Waddle, can you true. answer something for us? Two months. Yeah. Do you have a uh Taste a, biscuit. Do you have a stupid human trick? Do I? Yeah, yeah he silly, does a, do you have one? What can I, I, I know Waddle does the spoon thing on oh, his yeah, nose and my ears. ears. Yeah, I can. Okay. I can yes. That's pretty good. Chris is in here flicking pennies at people. I can Stop, shoot I a penny uh, from between my middle no, finger I can't and my thumb and it people fires use, off. Yeah, Chris, people, people used to do yeah, that with bottle hard. caps. Oh, yes. Yeah, you could do it with those. Yeah. I could never do it. I'm in here firing pennies off at Abdallah, and he's telling me I'm going to break something or I'm going to injure him. And then you're going to get kicked right in the... So... You're just keep me doing it, Chris. In the, in the pennies. Keep doing it. I swear I to God. I used to get so mad that I couldn't do it, I would just take the bottle caps and throw them at people. <laughs> so we were, we were saying, like, like what's your uh, stupid human trick? What can yeah, you do? I like that. Because I, I can't. We were talking. We Neither of us can really whistle. No, I, I can't. Um, the al- I can whistle. I can't too. do the loud whistle. I can't do the, like, the loud dad whistle. Yeah, I like, can do the finger whistle. What? All right. That's enough. All right. That's enough. There it is. I, again, like if if I am fully ready to go, I can burp the alphabet too. What do you mean fully ready to go? Well, I mean like I have to ready to be, burp or fully beers? ready to go with something couple, else. No, I have to beverages be in you. Ready to burp. The, imp- you, the impressive part is that he knows the alphabet. That's true, Chris. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> not all the time. I could resist it, but I'm not gonna lie. I, I, yes, you're right. Good stuff. <laughs> all right, boys, have a great show. All right, talk to you guys tomorrow. later. Good stuff today from Jeff Joniak, Michael Wilbon, and Courtney Cronin. Thank you to them. Thank you to Jeff Meller. Uh, Justin back at the station was helping out as well. And also Tyler Aki. Thank you. Um, For Waddle, I'm Sylvie. It's ESPN 1000. Have yourself a great Wednesday night.